Chris, could you count down? Yes. 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18. Chris, can you count down from three? Chris, can you do a 16? Thomas, can you do a quick mic check? 15, 14, 13. 14, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Oh, you made it shorter this year. Time. <laughs> yes, this year I did. Once a, once a year. <laughs> he shortens it. I didn't know it was today. Hello, I'm welcome. No, 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 no. You're right. We did not do the mic check. Um, Brian, can you start it for us? Yes. Thomas, uh, can you do a mic check? No. Chris, to, can to, you to, confirm to, that you can hear Thomas? To, to, to Thomas, Thomas, are you there? No. What? Yes. Thomas, yes, can here. you confirm that you can hear Chris? Uh, Chris, can yes. you do a ho- host check? Thomas, can host, you do a go- Thomas, Thomas, can you hear me? A ghost I'm check. Hosting. You're hosting, host? Thomas. Chris, can you do a Defcon check? Ho- host, coast, toast, roast, most. Host, host. Uh, Shay, shut up. We're what? trying to do something here. We got to start all over again. We have to start all over. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We oh, were at step seven of a 30-step process. We hadn't even gotten to guidance yet. Five, four, three, two, one. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Welcome to the SSEU podcast. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash SSEU pod and at Twitter at SSEU podcast. We are a fan podcast of the Sub Beacon podcast hosted by Jonathan, the last Victorina Mattis and Sonny Bunch. This week, we have a very special guest in our episode, which we will introduce in a little bit. Uh, But first, I am Thomas, joined, as always, by Chris and Ryan. Chris, how are you? I'm doing well, Thomas. South Dakota's beautiful in March. What does that mean? I mean, like, the frequent changes in weather from cold to to hot to cold to hot. is It's just great. Ryan, how is Austin? Uh, It's hot. It's like 80 degrees. And after the winter we've had, the winter we've had, 80 degrees feels like, you know, I haven't been able to practice with my uh, sled dog team for three weeks. And yet I see you're wearing a a cardigan there, Ryan. Yeah. It's what temperature do you keep in your home, Ryan? uh, (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Like uh, at night, it's pretty cold at night, like 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Ryan, uh, what temperature no, less than that. What temperature do you keep your recording studio? It's very cold in here right now because the like, I don't know how stuff works, but the main <laughs> like vent is like right outside this door. So it's this is always this room, this room and this closet that is in this room are like the coldest rooms downstairs. We should rename our podcast. I don't know how stuff works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did forget that you always wear a card again, winter or summer uh, to record. Mm, yeah. Either that or a hoodie. One of the two I've got them, uh, you know, hanging up in here and I, I spend, you know, 30 or 40 minutes getting ready. And when I come in here, Every is week. this why you're always late? Yes. See, okay. I have a I have a lengthy post podcast routine. You got to take the ice bath and then the shower and then the ice bath again. I mean, you got to get a nice hot cold hot Better, cold. You got to get uh got to get an icy hot rub down. Just yes. don't get it on your boys. <laughs> don't get it up too high. Hey Shay, do you know what you do if you get icy hot too high? I do not. Milk. Milk. Milk does it. The Wait. the famous actor Shaquille O'Neal uh, told us that. Yeah, yeah, actually, I, I thought he was an education expert. Yes. <laughs> that was his uh, first uh, career. 
What what can Shaquille O'Neal teach you? How how to be an oversized person getting into a small car? Is that he can teach you how to get milk while you're in a shower? You can if you give the, he give the Spanish guy a few bucks. You give a Spanish guy a few dollars, he will bring you milk, and you can stay in the shower the whole time. Welcome Hello. to all of our new listeners who will have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Listen to that includes your guests. Oh come that, on, that they. Your it, guess. You have you don't listen to the Conan O'Brien needs a friend podcast, Jay, because that's where Shaq told that story. I don't. Our guest this week is Shay Katar Katiri. Uh, for those of you who do not know Shay, the most apt description that I have found so far is that he is supposed to be the GOP version of Borat. Does does that sound correct? Uh, yes, yeah, mostly accurate. A little more clownish. Because of his sunny disposition and the thumbs up he gives all the time? Yeah, there uh, we go. Well, what about about the mankinis? Is that something that you wear? Uh, I have not yet. But I was Borat for Halloween 2017. Uh, I, I also have other descriptions of you. So one is that you are supposedly a far left Democrat activist. Does that sound correct? Oh, no. Uh, I've been accused of that, which is really funny. But uh, yeah, I've been said that. I've been told that's me. Uh, and what about? And I believe this was recently, like last week or something. Are are you the house person of neoconservatism? Uh, yes. I yes yes. I don't know if they were trying to call me house goy or house n word, but uh, but either way, uh, yeah. Are you sure it wasn't a reference to to cats? Uh, no, I refuse to be called a cat. Okay. Team dogs. Oh. Uh, Shay, do you do you currently own a dog? Is that what I heard in the background earlier? Uh, they are my roommates' dogs. Uh, one is a mixed. One is a husky who's very handsome, and unfortunately, he knows he's very handsome, so he acts husky like that. He's like in Arizona. <laughs> yes. But he loves. Yes, yeah, I, I I know. Uh, but, kind of, but here's, that's honestly cruel. Like that's ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. He like inside is cooler. He loves going outside and tanning. I don't understand it. Like he he's a husky who likes warm weather apparently. And uh, but uh, he he's pants, like the captain he, of the. He pants so much you could tell he likes it. His tongue <laughs> is just wagging out there. Yeah, it's great. But so he's like the captain of the football team that. Like I like I'm a jerk and I get all the attention because I'm good looking and I play in, on the uh, I'm the quarterback for the football team and does he uh, like ask like the acts. does he ask like the nerdy dog to the prom and then like as a joke and then like take her glasses off and find out that she's actually really hot? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, there are actually stories about because he was not fixed that he uh. He would be set up with other uh, dog, lady dogs, to uh, have some fun. No such thing. And, no such thing. Uh, <laughs> and he, de- he definitely, he did, definitely didn't have a type. Is my point. Mm. Ryan, is that a movie reference that I'm supposed to know? Yeah, it's like every like, teen movie in the '90s. Like ten things I hate about you. She's all that. Um, yeah, all of this. You, t- you take off the the nerdy girl's glasses and she's hot. You ask the nerdy they you you do a dare. Yes, your, it's your gotta boy, be a dare. Your your boys your boys dare you to ask the nerdy girl to the prom and where what what is the plan when what was this supposed to be <laughs> like what was supposed to be, happen that was gonna like I'm not prepared to answer this question, Ryan. Get, <laughs> give me a few days, do some research, and I can come back to you. Okay. The pl- uh, I, can, I can bing the plot of these movies that I haven't thought. Of I think first. we've, I, I think we've punched a major hole in, <laughs> in these teen, whatever they are. Any, anyway, anyway, Shay often writes on international politics, and his pieces have appeared in The Bulwark, The Week, The Weekend, Quillette, uh, among other places. Uh, but you know, he got the week and the weekend. Vampire Weekday too. Uh, but you know, more importantly, Shay is a resident of the greatest metropolitan area in the United States, Phoenix, Arizona. 
uh, after having fled Iran because of his participation in the Green Movement. Uh, Shay, does does that sound right? What did I miss? You you spent a couple of years in Hungary, right? Yeah, uh, two and a half years in Budapest. It was really fun. Too fun. Why is Budapest too fun? Uh, because I went to the most expensive uh, elites, uh, elite and expensive uh, club <clears throat> in Budapest. It was called Club Studio. It was on an island on the Danube River. And it was so expensive, nobody could afford to go. And by that, I mean, if the entry fee was 10 bucks and a beer was 10 bucks. So, and yeah, and I went there and uh, like everybody would treat you like very, very attractive Hungarian women would come and they would act like, oh my God, a very wealthy foreigner who can afford to come to this club. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> so yeah, why did I ever leave? I mean, Ryan's fl- flush with Biden bucks. Ryan, sounds like you'd be a freaking like movie star that you could live like, like, uh, like Maddie there. Yeah, or at least Paul Walter Hauser. <laughs> <laughs> right, Shay. So when you were in Hungary, were you funded by George Soros? Oh. Uh, I well, that that was at the time that it was a knee-jerk partisan Republican before Trump, and, uh, and sadly Soros never offered any money. But if he had offered, I was like, oh, Soros evil! I would never take Soros money. And now I'm like, Soros, good man, give me money, man. <laughs> did you get an infusion of cock <clears throat> money? Um, did you? Get... Sorry, um, the cock brothers. Serve... The cock brothers. Did you get some cock money? neocon so i uh, i've always hated coke so and that carries on because they're like isolationist libertarians and i'm like uh no we're like in the paul singer uh loop that we love neocon money uh, give us money to go to war stuff like i'm into that uh, that circle i mean you're in the right place i hear phoenix has a lot of uh jobs in this at the center for future war <laughs> yeah but the center for center on the future of war, I think. Like, no, pretty, no. Center for Future on? War. They plan future wars. Yeah, but like they, they, they are a bunch of communists. So it's not fun. That sounds pretty accurate from from what I know yeah. of them. Yeah, Every, literally everyone I know at that who's worked there is a communist. So I I know a few of them. Uh, I know this guy who used to work there. Total commie, actually. Loves his they wine. come. They come here. Loves they steal. They, they they steal our future war secrets, and then they go back to their countries. Yeah, unbelievable. Moving on, uh, I was scrolling through your Twitter timeline, Shay, and uh, has anyone ever told you that you tweet too much? Never. Nobody ever. Ever. <laughs> Definitely nobody on the Walmart mass that has told me ever that ever. I mean, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Who from the, the did they get on to you, Budget? The, the, the entire mass is like, it's not that like, Shay, you tweet too much. It's like, Shay, are you doing fine? Like, <laughs> as friends, we're asking as friends. As, as a friend. <laughs> we're, we're concerned about your I mental I can't, I'm looking at your timeline. I can't see where you have time to do anything else. Uh, so here's is it about like picking fights? Because it seems like you like, you know, you like pick fights with stupid. So if you ask Adam, Ben and JBL who edit me. Uh, so when you say uh, it, it doesn't appear that you have time to do anything else. I write so much and I submit so much that they literally had to start like create a spreadsheet just to keep track of my submissions. <laughs> we didn't actually ask you for all these articles. <laughs> and, and and they're usually like over 2000 words on the 10th anniversary of the Syrian civil war, which like kind of radicalized me further. Imagine being in neocon already and being and get ra- further radicalized. It's like insane. And I like I I could never forgive the Obama administration over that. And like on the tenth year anniversary, I finally get to release my frustration on paper, and I tell Ben uh, that, "Hey Ben, I'm sending my piece," and he's like, "Hey, is there any chance it's under a thousand words?" And I'm like, "You're funny, Ben. <laughs> You're very funny. <laughs> Try uh, fifty 
It's a website. You can you can put thousand. Like that doesn't you. matter. Bits are uh, cheap. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, okay. So uh, when the uh, Snyder Cut came out, I finally had oh. a lot of. I had a lot of sympathy for uh, people who have to read my pieces, and they're like, "Oh my god, five thousand <laughs> words!" <laughs> like, oh, that's how it feels. You're the Zack Snyder of the Bulwark. <laughs> uh, don't insult me. Don't, I hate Zack Snyder. Don't insult me. Okay. If you take one of the greatest comic books ever, which is The Watchmen. Man, and turn it only into an ab- above average movie, you suck. Did you watch the HBO Watchmen series? I have not yet. It's really good. One of the best uh, TV series I've seen in, I don't know, since the last time I said that. But you don't like Entourage, so I don't trust you, Batman. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to the Twitter thing. Um, yeah, I, w- I wish the Watchmen was more like Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, the- why are all these women talking? Back to the Twitter thing. I, I took Shay under my wing and I was like and, and and he's just glad of this I was just like hey your your Twitter feed is your resume and so just like get it out there everyone knows the longer the resume the better right and and so he's just trying to quantity is far more important than quality that's that's just that's a fact right okay thank you yep. Ever, everyone's nodding this is a uh, uh, yep. everyone's nodding uh, I texted Holmes Librand and he he confirmed it. But, but Chris, you're 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 implying that the quantity of my tweets come at the cost of quality. There are d- maximum d- quantity, maximum quality. Uh, no, I'm just saying the quantity matters. That's all I'm saying. Right. We don't judge. We're we're not making a judgment on on the quality. Keep keep it going. Pile them up. Well, uh, so Shay, we. Uh... We we have a few questions for you, and tied to uh, tied to the Twitter thing, uh, I wanted to to ask you: Have you heard of the SSEU Twitter bump? I have. I know there is this mega thread thing going on that I've avoided like the plague because I don't want my mentions to be ruined. Uh, well, uh, I mean, Ryan, why why don't you tell what happened to Tim Miller after he came on the right. podcast? I mean, have you checked Tim Miller's follower count lately? Uh, I, I mean, have not. let's let's get a let's get a live update. I mean, he was on the show, you know, recently within this year, almost. It, it, was it this year? Was that in January that he came on? It was this year, yeah. Two hundred and eighteen thousand followers now. You know that how many one, he had what? when he came on? How many? You know, we didn't check. We we forgot to check before he came on, but it was like it was not that many. It's like 30,000 or 60, yeah. between 30 and 60,000. And yeah. then, you know, all of a sudden he's just like taking off. I listened to a podcast recently, which was the, the podcast was, was about football or as Ryan and Chris would know it, uh, soccer. Uh, and they mentioned that in Iran, Iran has a different calendar and they measure yeah. time differently. Can, can you just explain this? Wait, uh, to we don't measure listeners? time differently. We how long is a minute in Iran? Let's talk. Let's. I'll, I'll, I'll tell. I'll stop talking, and when it's a minute, I'll start talking again, and you can measure. <laughs> minute of Iranian silence starting now. Okay, we're no, restarting uh, now. How, how okay. does the Iranian calendar work? Can you, can you explain that for us? Uh, yeah. So the first of the the first day of the year is twenty first of March, five days ago, no, and. Sir. <laughs> is the what of march the 21st what's the first yeah. day of the year spring <laughs> we're just gonna yeah, like <laughs> they're just like we're gonna take the winter off <laughs> <laughs> happy new year thank you uh, uh so th- that's like how it works the first day of the year is the first day of march and uh, the, fr- the first what that's gonna totally spring. mess up the that's fair- gonna Wait, the first. Yeah. That's gonna to totally mess up your midsummer. You you have a midsummer, right? No, no, Let me explain to you uh, how Iran midsummer works. It's uh, not. Uh, so you do spoiled. have a midsummer. It's it's not spoiled. Uh, why Nordic country like Sweden? In midsummer in Iran is like it's really hot, and we are an underdeveloped third world country, so we have electricity shortage. So we're sweating our asses off. That's usually midsummer in Iran. And what was the spring? Uh, what was the spring thing? Oh, it's like the first day of spring is the first day of the new year, and the first day of summer is the first day of the month. Uh, is the first uh, day of a new month, and fall same thing. First day of fall, 
new month begins first day of winter uh new month begins so yeah so when is your cinco de mayo uh <laughs> good question a celebration a holiday that we in iran celebrate about another country which the other country doesn't celebrate when would that be <laughs> yeah. do, do you have one of those <laughs> <laughs> a holiday about another people that the other people don't celebrate do you celebrate yeah. the, do you celebrate the six days war well it, it used to be when iranians hated israel uh we used to celebrate to mourn it now that iranians love israel now days we celebrate the victory of israelis you love israel yeah israel hates the hates the government in iran people hate the government so oh, people okay. love israel duh how many languages do you speak fluently or uh or i pretend that's different uh, i i mean i mean both which do you speak fluently and which do you pretend So I uh, pretend to speak Farsi and English fluently, and then I I can speak in Hebrew, and but I cannot read or write. I don't know the alphabet. I cannot speak very well or understand Arabic, but I can read and understand uh, and, and and understand it. You don't know your Arabic ABCs? Yeah, but, but I can read and write. I know the ABCs. I, oh, you know you know your Arabic ABCs? Yes, I just can't uh, speak. or understand it. Hebrew together will make me learn in one language because one I can read and write the other one I can only speak in. And then I used to know Hungarian. Like do you speak forgotten. Do you speak Braille? No. You used to know Hungarian? Yeah, I haven't practiced in seven years. I be, I was told that it's like riding a bike. You never forget. <clears throat> well, I haven't tried to ride the bike in seven years. <laughs> I have a I have a challenge for for Chris and Ryan. So I have I have three names. that I would like Chris and Ryan to to try to pronounce and I will I will put them in the chat. Chris, how about you go first and you you pronounce that name? I feel like I'm Are you going to have to do this, Thomas? I'm administering the game. So, I feel like uh the 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 name that we say Ahmad is isn't that technically Ahmad? Ahmad Risa Abedzadeh. Yeah. Not bad, Ryan. Not bad. I have the same one. He, he just uh, that was no. Okay, do Ahmad, a different one. Do, do, do this one. Adele Dazim. <laughs> uh, the wickedly wait. talented. How does the how does that a e i American Enterprise Institute? Um, <laughs> Ali Day. There are a lot of vowels in that last name. And uh, like Chris, how about how about this one? Coho Dead Dead. Kodadad <laughs> Azizi. Uh, Shay, how about you give us the correct pronunciations of these names? Wait, before I go, you have to pronounce this one, which is my full name. Um, Ashayar Katiri. Uh, yeah, not bad. Uh, so the first one is Ahmad Reza Abedzade. Second one is Ali Dai, not Day. Third one is Khodadad Azizi, and last one, which is me, is Khashoyar Khatidi, which is why I go by Shay. The the three names that I posted, Shay. Do do you know who they are? Yes, I do know. Uh, they are famous uh, soccer players from 1990s, early 2000s. Uh, none of which played for my favorite soccer team, so I don't like them. <laughs> so uh, all of these players. Uh, Ali Dai uh, uh, and and the others who I can't pronounce. Uh, they all played for the Iranian team that appeared at the 1998 World Cup, where Iran managed to beat the US two to one in their first right. World Cup victory right. ever. That sounds. That sounds like. like that sounds like fake Another news. Uh, the United States was in a World Cup. F- Final in 1998. In the in the finals, meaning the the final final round yeah. of the World Cup. Right, I forgot. The like, final before the final ten, before the final. Ten teams make it yeah. to the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I should correct myself. The first first one, Abdulzadeh did play for my team, but he left for our our rival. So I don't. I really hate him. But go on. He was uh, the goalkeeper, right? Yeah. So you know what's awesome is uh, Ryan and I. We could say anything now because everybody has stopped listening to the show because we've been talking soccer from 1998. Yeah, and I mean, just that fifteen seconds that people gave up. We've looked at the uh, metrics. Shay, <laughs> uh, different question. What is the best bar in the valley, and why is it bitter and twisted? Uh, it is the Valley Bar uh, in the valley, which is a great spot. Uh, yeah, Valley Bar in the valley. In the valley. Yeah, they have a cocktail named after John McCain. Of course, it's great. They do. They, it, it's a great. They have they have cocktails named after John McCain, Janet Napolitano, a bunch yeah. of other politicians. Very Goldwater. Very Goldwater. Also, yeah. came up with a, a Neapolitan. Came up with a really creative name too. 
I will I will accept Valley Bar as a very good answer. Uh, Adam, who has been a guest on this show from Pittsburgh slash DC, I got him DC. really hammered. Uh, I got him really hammered at the Valley Bar, and right. he had to he had to go home. So yeah, great have, place. Have we told this story on the show? Which story? Well, just the fact that like he'd already taken another job, and so like he showed up totally hungover to this fundraising meeting the next day and uh what was it that he said he's just like the person noticed it and he's just like i don't even care I'm, i don't work here anymore <laughs> yeah. but he went to I the mean, meeting <laughs> adam might have told that on the podcast didn't he? okay uh, i haven't heard the story he said no he's not okay i knew oh. i knew that you got him like super drunk and he said that that was like one of the worst hangovers he's ever had but i didn't know about like he'd already you know quit his job. <laughs> it was still like, yeah, I mean, we visit the meetings to <laughs> still taking we meetings. Do. I mean, still, still like probably expensing stuff. He probably expensed that night to like six bars in downtown Phoenix that evening. And he had a great time and he was really drunk. So I, I, I don't see the problem. Uh, all right. So for Shay, another question, how many times have you blacked out on mill? Uh, I don't black out actually blacked out only once in my entire life. Okay, well, I mean, I'm never I think blacked out on milk. You've got to tell us what Mill is. If you're gonna ask the question, you've got to tell us. Mill Avenue is a, a borough uh, oh. in Tempe, Arizona, where the main campus of Arizona gotcha. State is. So, well, they have yeah. bars like Mill Bar, Bar on Mill. Um, I mean, no, the bars. they have Whiskey Row, Mill Tavern. Yep. The bar, 1.7 miles from ASU. They, they have, well, the best one was Moonshine, which was a, uh, a, uh, a, a country bar. And the Iranian brown immigrants would go there and country dance. And all the white girls would really be like, oh, wait, Iranian who does, like, brown guy. I, I can piss off my very conservative parents by taking him home. This is great. I'm, I'm totally doing this. Uh, I actually... I, it, yeah, I, 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 I sometimes wish I made it to America after 9-11 because, like, I was really the hot commodity for uh, daddy-issue girls who wanted to piss oh off their parents. Yeah, you see I a mean, market, you get... <laughs> Exactly, that was a huge demand. Question: Do you own cowboy boots? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, so so like you, you like to wear, put on the cowboy boots, and go line dancing. That's yes. a thing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, actually, I prefer two step to line dancing, and Arizona okay. two step is superior to Texas two step. Sorry, Ryan. Uh, I doubt I Ryan knows the difference. <laughs> I'm from Indiana, so. Oh no. And I hate country music. Yeah, and you have Iron Man behind you, so it doesn't scream. I go to uh, country bars and pick up women. Uh, hey, um, Shay, I've I've got a question for you. Iron Man could get more women than Toby Keith. Iron Man could. Uh, I'm not going to roast you. Okay, go on, moving on. Shay, I've got a question for you. What's up? Iran. What's what's that Where? like? What's that like? Awful, terrible. Don't go there. Don't raise your children there. I know you're planning on on it, but don't do that. It's a terrible place. You grow up uh, really depressed, and you go to school from primary to high school, and it's uh, separated by gender. I mean, there are boys' schools and girls' schools. So uh, you develop uh, sexual complexes that, like, oh, girls, oh, what kind of monsters are they? Because you're never around them. It's a terrible place. Don't go there. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, this was more fun when you asked <laughs> Australia. <laughs> uh, it was really funny because when I started uh, college in Iran first time before I got kicked out, it was like freshman year, everybody, everybody comes up for the first time. Men, like boys and girls are together and you're like, should we say hi? Like, how does this work? And you're trying to, at the age of 18, you're trying to figure out the other sex. It's weird. It's really weird. Is I mean, it what, still like that today? Yes. I mean, how do you even attract a girl unless she's got daddy issues and wants to make him upset i i don't know i i'm sure there are other ways i haven't i haven't used the other ways yet so, so you went directly from like uh, being segregated by sex to like coming to america and being like the forbidden fruit vaguely so, so you yes. you like you you had yeah. zero time in between it was just like from like yes. being awkward to being like girls throwing themselves at you so you've never actually had to learn how to be like good at girls all right I mean, uh, no there was in, there was in between of like spending 10 bucks on a beer in budapest and then women would think i'm really rich let's let's just summarize uh we learned last week from from thomas and from robin hood 
you pick uh, the girl who's not the pretty one if you want to have good luck. And what Shay is saying is just go to Eastern Europe where everyone's poor. And if you, you show up and you could spend $10 on a beer, like everybody thinks you're rich. How often do you watch Argo? Like once a week, several times a month? The movie? Yeah. Uh, I watched it once, actually in Budapest when it came out on the theater. And uh, I like, I'm wired to hate Ben Affleck. I just like, I hate Ben Affleck. So yeah. Position to take. Why would you hate Ben Affleck? Have you met Ben Affleck? Like, no. Have you? Have you? <laughs> Have you seen him in a movie? <laughs> he's a terrible. He's a terrible. I thought he was. I thought he was a pretty good Hispanic man in that movie. Ryan, he put in the time. I think he put in the time, and and he beat. He went to like. He, he went to. He, he went to like Taco Bell and some like Chewies a bunch of times, and he's he, like, I got it. He worked in Shaq's locker room enough to <laughs> be perceived as a Spanish man. When are you going to start your own Substack? Uh. <laughs> Whenever I'm like, uh, I stop being paid by the ball. I'll, I'll guess I'll have to move to Substack whenever somebody cancels me. Okay. I mean, but, but, I, I actually kind of want to get canceled because apparently, like, it's good business. As soon as like yeah. you get canceled, you tweet about being canceled go viral. Here's the yeah, thing about so, bubbles: is is bubbles like they never stop growing. So invest in that Substack bubble. There's no there's no limit. Do you have more questions, uh, Chris? So Thomas enjoyed living in phoenix uh his his favorite part his favorite part was the hot tub at his apartment complex um i i I can't tell what your living situation is do do you have a hot tub uh that you have Um, access to we have a community hot tub slash pool yeah thomas's wasn't private you do need to be careful because our executive producer flag taylor found out it's also a good place to meet little boys I'm not going to touch that. No pun intended. Uh, but besides Valley Bar, what are your favorite bars or places to go out in Phoenix? So, okay. So I said uh, Moonshine, that closed right before I left. Uh, yeah, Valley Bar was another. Whiskey Row is a great place to go and dance country. Um, uh, I uh, Have you been to uh, Forno? 301, I think, is it. Like, I love the Negroni there. Those are, like, it's in downtown. Uh, there are a bunch of other places that are popping up in downtown. It's actually weird because downtown is doing really well even during the pandemic. Uh, like, bars are popping up because people are moving here. In downtown Phoenix, you have, I mentioned earlier, Bitter and Twisted, which is maybe the best cocktail bar that I have ever been to. Like, all cities, anywhere, Bitter and Twisted has the best cocktails. Uh, the White Rabbit is a bar down in Chandler, which is sort of a speakeasy feel to it. I recommend that one too. You should go there. Uh, have you have, have you been to Pigsdale? Pigsdale is actually the best cocktail bar. I think it's actually it's more recent. Are we a travel uh, podcast now? Why not? Shay, uh, we also wanted to ask you what podcast. So you obviously don't listen to this podcast, but what other podcasts do you listen to? Uh, so the uh, entire Bulwark row of podcasts I listen to. Actually, I don't listen to Sonny's because it's about movies and I don't watch movies. Uh, but the rest of them I do love to. Uh, I do we'll listen to. Uh, uh, and I uh, I listen to the Dispatch podcast. Well, we'll I, cut, it's, we'll cut I that don't too. Listen. Okay. We'll cut okay. Uh, <laughs> don't say commentary next. You you don't watch movies. <laughs> You don't watch movies. That that must be why you don't like Ben Affleck. It makes sense. Now. Yeah, no, I I don't watch movies because Ben Affleck is in them. Actually, I remember uh, I watched what? Argo with with a bunch of uh, all my friends in uh, Hungary were Israeli, so I watched Argo with a bunch of Israeli friends, and as you can imagine, they really really loved Argo because like <laughs> I was like. Okay, I'm being out anti-Iran here, and this is not good. I should be the most anti-Iran person in in the group. So it was it, like Argo Fuck Yourself was a theme among us for a long, long time. Hey, can I ask him about other? Can I ask our guest who says he doesn't watch movies about other movies whether he's watched them? Yes. Can I do that? No, we we could skip this segment. Thomas, did you have any want to ask him about other movies? I want him to finish uh, discussing podcasts that he listens to. Well, Chris got us off of that. Well, I mean, he, he was like, you know, mentioning like bitter rivals of the bulwark. It was just bad for business. I was protecting him. <laughs> There's a dartboard 
with Jonah Goldberg's face on it in the Borg headquarters. <laughs> I I just had an article on the dispatch that Jonah asked me to write. I and what are you talking about with the rivalries uh, between dispatch and Borg? Like nothing. I used to listen to commentary until it became like every day, and I stopped listening after it became every day. I mean, you and Sora Bamari are. You're both from Iran, right? Uh, yes. So you're, so you're probably best friends. So I'll tell you something that's very uh, dangerous. At this stage of uh, his political evolution, that I like, at this stage that I'm in, Sora was exactly where I am politically. He was like diehard liberal democracy neocon. Are you saying you're following the same trajectory that you're going to be a Catholic integralist in a few years? It, uh, it is very possible. <laughs> no, okay. In my defense, I was a neocon since I was like 11. Sorab at the age of 11 was still a communist, I think. I've been consistent. Sorab and I used to be friends. He preemptively blocked me on uh, on Twitter. He doesn't do that. <laughs> no. I don't no, believe you. Never, never, never. Uh, uh, honestly, Pre- I think uh, the one thing that triggered it was that he was talking about uh, ideological imperialism, Western ideological imperialism in Africa by uh, by uh, Bill Gates, and I tweeted at him. Isn't ideological imperialism the whole point of the Catholic Church? And then he didn't like that. <laughs> I mean, in mine, in mine and Chris's cases, we never even interacted with Sorab, and he still blocked us. Good job, uh, Chris. Do you have any other questions? No, I'm ready to move on to Ryan's favorite show. Uh, let's let, let's wait a little bit about that. I wanted to talk about something else first. Did you guys see the video the other day uh, of Ted Cruz uh, at the Mexican border? Mm. Uh, the one that you sent me today. Yeah, I watched it. I definitely watched it too because you sent it today, and I always. Click on everything you send me. So of course, no, I've seen it. it's it's uh, so it, it's great regardless of whether you watch it or not. So Ted Cruz is at the Rio Grande uh, in Texas together with a few other senators, and he's having this video shot of him where he is he he has like hunkered down in some bush right next to the river, and he is talking about how dangerous it is because the immigrants and the cartels they are right there, right on the other side. He's Percy Fawcett in the Amazon, hanging out in the uh, bush. Moving on, Chris, uh, what's the show that you really like? Uh, well, today we're, we're going to talk about um, the great HBO show, Entourage. Uh, should we start with, d- Ryan, do you have a quiz for this? I do have a quiz. You guys know how we uh, how we do quizzes. I'm going to read the question, and um, you will uh, buzz in with uh, the name of a female character from the show Entourage. So that should be easy. You know, whoever buzzes in first, you'll get the answer to the questions. How do you buzz? You say it. You just <laughs> no, just just say just say your own name. In the pilot episode of Entourage, boys get up to some boys stuff. They're kind of rascals, but it was around the bre- breakfast table the next morning after their big night out in Hollywood where the show demonstrated that like, oh, this isn't just something I've seen before uh, with the banter and the playful ribbing and the sh- whatever. There's one line at the breakfast table that morning that um, is an iconic line uh, and that is like often referred to as like when people realize that Doug Elan had like a vision for the show. And, you know, after eight years, you look at back at that original line and you're like, he nailed it. Can anybody guess what that line was? Question. Do we go negative for getting it wrong? It depends on how wrong you are. I mean, uh, we'll see. Hey, Dana okay. Gordon. Dana Gordon. Um, hug it out, bitch. Well, that's already... No. That's, I, we're still on the line? Yeah, oh, you I can actually, if sorry, you want. I, 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 I unbuzz. I unbuzz. I don't remember that line, actually. Okay. I mean, Thomas, you, you want to take a guess or you just want me to... Melissa Gold. Rusty cunt bucket. Um, so when... They asked Turtle how he did with his girl. He said, my girl went nuts. For a second, she was juggling the speed bags. Then she tells me how her uncle touched her in the shower. Right. I remember that. I remember that. What monumental life event for one of the characters happens in episode 76 in the eighth season of Entourage? Buzz, Jay, is on episode 76 the the finale? Uh, no, 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 it's, no, it's third. The, it's three episodes less. Third from the last. Second from the last is when uh, Ted, 
turtle becomes a millionaire. So that's not it. Oh, 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 uh, Sloane is pregnant. Uh, this was a little bigger than that. Ari, in episode 76, after, you know, nearly eight full seasons, Ari allowed his wife, played by Perry Reeves, to have a name, Melissa. Uh, previously, for the first 75 episodes, she was known as Mrs. Ari. And like the, there's a deleted scene where he took her to the name store and where like women are allowed to pick names if they've been really good. And so she chose Melissa. So she was Melissa for three episodes during the promotion tour of the last season they actually they made a big buzz that uh mrs ari is going to get a name and it's not going to be boring like uh some boring name it's going to be actually like some cool name what why did they pick melissa i i had stopped watching it by that point you're right it's not boring also like they they picked a terrible name like she's jewish melissa is not a jewish name like they should have done better what automobile launched in 2005 was directly inspired by the show? Can we get a hint? It's um South Korean. Ikea. I, 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 Hyundai I something. I have no guess. Okay. Very close. The Hyundai Entourage was a minivan launched in 2005. Um, it only lasted for until 2007. Um, it wasn't very good. <laughs> It's kind of crappy. The tagline for the show was like, is the Hyundai Entourage the right van for you to hit the scene with your entourage with man spreading seating for eight plus laps and optional Ed Hardy curtains? We think the answer is obvious. And then they played the oh, yeah. So uh, I'm looking at the Hyundai Entourage right now. And you know how like the show was a lot about Hollywood glamour. Uh, uh-huh. The only thing glamorous about the Hyundai Entourage was its association with Entourage. Which is not, none. Okay, next question. <laughs> I'm just going to stop because Chris is clearly doesn't like this quiz. He's uh, making it very obvious that this whole bit is just annoyed him. And he's got like, this is how I'm going to spend my last 15 minutes or whatever it is now. I have 12 minutes. Show. Next 12 question. Minutes. Uh, just let me pick one. We'll do. This is an easy one. Uh, it's just yes or no. Uh, so whoever buzzes in first. Um, Christy. Was Vince Queens Boulevard? Yes. Christy. Yes. No, no, he's not. He was a person. Queens Boulevard. is. A... He says, I am Queens Boulevard. I know that. But he, people can say whatever they want. That doesn't mean he was an actual road that like cars drove on. That is true. Donald Trump says he's the president of the United States. He's not. I am. Uh, last question. Entourage was famous for its cameos, especially uh, well-known directors. In season three, Brett Ratner had a small part as himself. Uh, he in the the that that season he was casting uh, Rush Hour three, and he almost cast uh, cast. Drama, but when drama arrived, um, there was a mix up, and he actually thought that he was casting Vince. And Brett Ratner actually, no, he was like, not casting Vince, he was not casting Vince. You're mistaken. He was, he, he thought, thought he, he was, was casting, no, 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 he thought he was casting uh, the other kid, younger kid from uh, Five Town uh, show who's later casted. In uh, he was not casting Vince. You, you should have done more research than that. Anyway, there was a line. I've only watched um, the show in, like 20 in, times. <laughs> in, um, so anyway, there's a line that, um, you know, for the most part, Brett just like read what they, you know, what they gave him. There's one line where he insisted on it being in the show and he's just like, this is what I would have said. I, I've said it literally hundreds of times. And it was uh, the line. Um, no, I meant your little brother. Yeah. Brett Ratner, the little brother on the show Five Pounds, accused of raping underage. What was the question? There wasn't a question. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I just think it's funny that like the whole the whole thing about Brett Ratner that that his part in the show was that he was mad that uh, you know it wasn't a young enough boy. Let me get up on my high horse with Ryan uh, (laughs) to criticize Entourage. And there was also over eight seasons. uh, The number of times women spoke to each other was eight times. The air is thin up here, up on Ryan's high horse. (laughs) Yes, Ryan, stupid people like Entourage. It doesn't make it a stupid show. You can be both entertaining and commercially viable. That's a thing. 
it markets towards a common denominator. Yes, it's shallow. Yes, it's shallow. That my brother Michael loves it. Celebrities love appearing on it as dickheads, right? Like, oh, like like most celebrity appearances. Bob Saget, uh, Seth Green, like they love playing jerks. James Woods, they love playing jerk versions of themselves. Damon, Damon. <laughs> James Woods kept doing it. <laughs> like, he, has a, he has a broken character um actually actually uh, james woods uh, moderated himself uh, to be more likable on the show sure um i can't decide if it's the most misogynistic show in the history of television or if it's a criticism of that because clearly every woman on the show exists for the pleasure of the male gaze but the question is like is this the way that doug ellen views the world or is is this a criticism of of shallow Hollywood culture that just like sees sees LA filled with just beautiful women that exist to arouse men's fantasies? I get it, Ryan, but it's also an entertaining show. Yes, it's a soap opera that um, gets you interested and and attached to uh, this. Um, Vincent is the least likable character in the show um, because like he is. Uh, He's got no brain between his two ears. He almost sinks his career 10 different times. Um, and it's from his own sheer stupidity. It's all his fault. But you get invested. And it's a funny show. And it's enjoyable. And I like most parts of it, except for Ari Gold's fake hair. The, the hair plugs, he should get his money back. His hair is terrible. I looked up the list of like Ari's other clients. And it's like every Hollywood A-lister. And I'm just like, why is he spending like 90% of his time with this <laughs> God. Because it's Aquaman. It's Aquaman. Uh, and like, yeah. it's a lie that, that women talk to each other eight times in the show. That's ridiculous. So, like, so I just, that is I, absolutely I, true. I just that watched the it. episode where Malin Ackerman um, has a threesome with Sloan and Eric. That was and one of them. The guy counted that as a half. It's eight and a half. And he counted that as a half. half. So they have a threesome mm. together and that counts as a half. This I is actually, a county uh, podcast. So- you should be ashamed of yourself. But I actually like that's my hot take. Uh, they yes, exactly. Ari hangs out with uh, Vince, not because he's Aquaman. He's playing golf. I think it's with what's his name, uh, the guy who the show is uh, uh, created after. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, I think he's playing golf with Wahlberg at that point, and he says uh, that I have only two clients I care about. One is you, and the other one is Vince. The, so the appeal of the show to men is not, I mean, don't get me wrong, obviously, like, hot women uh, are very appealing to uh, some men, uh, uh, but uh, the real appeal of the show is the friendship, that all men watch that show and say, you know what, I want a life that, uh, like, it's a bunch of friends I can be with all the time and trust my life with. I want that in my life. Like, that was definitely the appeal of the show to me. It's fun if, like, I get to have a lot of sex and have dry fancy cars too, like uh, the characters of the show. But the friendship is the uh, is the appeal. All right, guys, guys, he took the bait. I, I think it's time. Shay, can we what? be your entourage? Can can we can be you what? Can we be your entourage? There are three of us. There's one of you. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, um, like, wait, would Thomas be Vince since he's the best looking one of us? You're Vince. <laughs> We're your entourage. Fine, let's do this. <laughs> we already established Ryan is Johnny Drama. Um, I'm E, and uh, I don't want to be E. Um, it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> like, Rose and I watched this. Like, we liked it for the first four seasons or whatever i think i don't I can't remember if we stopped watching it in the fourth of a season it wasn't because like we were like oh again we we're just bored with it i guess and yeah i get that the you know the camaraderie of the guys i was being like over the top i was trying to piss off chris and thomas with my quiz and it was a resounding success everyone should watch entourage like <laughs> no, five times should. if you haven't seen it you're uh <clears throat> Okay, like it was it was new. It was really at the time it came out, it was like different and cool. But let let me let me let me uh rewind. You're in college, you have a bunch of friends, and you have some close friends, and you're like how how do you pronounce that again? Ryan, Ryan, what's he saying? For 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 (laughs) the nineteen nineties show, nineteen nineties show. Seinfeld. I I consider that more of eighties show, actually. I don't insult it to you called nineties. It did have that one year in the eighties. You have a bunch of friends and you're like, I'm enjoying my life, I'm in college, it's Life is not serious. I want to keep it this way forever. So that's the appeal of the show for a college kid. Then 
you graduate from college and you watch the show and you're like live that life i i hate my life right now i want to go back to it i can't like and then you live the life you want to have through watching the show so it's good escapism is what you're saying ryan Mm. you obviously hate the show what um what other things about it. it do you hate? No, you hate it. You, you obviously I think have like, an intense dislike I, of the show. I liked it, like when it when it came out. Like, yeah, you know, we were we thought it was cool. Um, because when it was like what two thousand three when it came out, right? Five two thousand four five two thousand four to twelve. Right, right. Four, it two, came twelve. out the four, same year. The so the so Hyundai got on top of things with their entourage when they launched that. No, I liked it. I don't like, we didn't stop. I, I don't know. We, maybe we watched like six seasons of it or whatever. And it was cool. But then like, cause I, even people that like it, they say that the last like three seasons are really bad. Right. Mm, I mean, I liked all seasons equally. What you liked all seasons equally. Yes. No, uh, no, 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 no. Actually, no, no, no. Uh, the season that I think it's like seventh season that he gets with uh, uh, Sasha Gray. I, that, that season I didn't like uh, because like it was too dark. So, so there are really two characters in, in TV shows that I have. Uh, I, I, spi- I aspire to model my life after. Uh, the first is the, the first would be early season or like Ori Gold uh, would be one. <laughs> And then uh, also uh, early seasons, Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, Ari Gold, actually, uh, like he changed, like they recreate the entire character uh, in, the, in the second half of the first season, actually, even. Like, you know how his whole shtick is that he's super family man, uh, never cheated on his wife, never even touched another one. Like first episode, he's telling E that like, whom he's having an affair with on the side. Like, they completely uh, recreate that. We are running out of time, and we are going to transition to Afterglow. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Do subscribe on patreon.com forward slash sseupod, where we give you extra content from these episodes. (laughs) 